Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Chad and his son Brady as they break down Season 3 of Demon Slayer, episode by episode for you in this in-depth companion series to the hit anime. Welcome to Showboys, I'm Chad. And I'm Brady. And we are here with another Demon Slayer episode. Finally. Even though I say finally, has it been two weeks? It has been two weeks, right? I think, yeah. So we are doing things a little bit differently today. Um, We are going to be doing one episode of Demon Slayer because we are going on vacation tomorrow. Yeah. Which is super exciting, right? Mm -hmm. Have you... You've been to the beach once in your life. Yes. Only Do you remember it at all? Yeah, a little. Okay, because you little. were like, you had to be like two or three, yeah, maybe. Two. I'm trying to remember because there's a picture downstairs of you and Roman at the beach. Roman is like a through and through baby, like diapers, binky, whole nine yards. And you're a little bit older. So maybe three and one? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I can't, can't remember. So, I, yeah, I was just curious if you remembered going to, to Hilton Head at all. Um, we have to give a shout out to Papa, which is my dad. So, if you noticed last episode, we both have the same mic now. And Papa originally bought you that mic after our first, I think it was our first Demon Slayer episode that we did where we covered this first season. Yeah. Because you were talking about it in there. You were like, I really want the mic that changes colors that all the streamers have. And he ended up surprising you with it and buying it. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of stole it and I was using it for showboys. And then when we started the companion series, I wasn't going to not let you have that mic. So I took my old mic and Papa was like, yeah, you can't even see yourself behind the pop filter of of the old mic and ended up buying me one. So thank you, Dad, for buying us mics. We both sound awesome now. Uh, We meant to thank him last episode, but we were having technical issues uh, last episode, so we had to restart. Mm -hmm. So we actually thanked him in the one that we restarted, but not the one that we did after. So this is our mistake. We had a lot of stuff that we had to go through because we did like a whole intro. It was like 18 minutes worth of an episode. So we were trying to remember. So anyway, how's your day? Good. Yeah. What'd you do today? Not much. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, you, you got something in Fortnite. Do you want to talk yes. about that? Go ahead. Yeah. 
Okay, so there's a skin in Fortnite. It's called the Dark Bomber. It came out season six, which is technically when Fortnite came out. And it's one of the rare skins in Fortnite. And I got it, so I'm super happy now. Super excited about it, yeah. Yes. It, it, it does seem weird that season six, you said, mm-hmm. is when Fortnite came out. How's that work? Okay, so people like to call anything that doesn't have a chapter, they call it OG because it's original. Everybody yeah. wants the OG skins. Yeah, that's just so, like the Jordans. Everybody wants the OG Jordans. Yeah, so, so if you get, have a skin or started playing before a chapter, that's technically like when Fortnite was getting popular, so it's like OG. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So it's an OG skin. Yeah, Jordans have the same thing where there are different colorways, obviously, the different colors of the shoes, and then some of them are OG. And I think I'm not a sneakerhead by any stretch of the imagination. I just really like Jordan ones, and I have a lot of them. Um, but I think my understanding is the OG ones are original colors from the original release of the Jordan one. And then the ones that aren't OG are like new colors today. Yeah. Um, so like Chicago's, those are OG, obviously the very first color of the shoe. Mm-hmm. I think the ones that we have, the blue ones, I think are OG as well. So um, you know what OG stands for? Mm-hmm. What? Original, right? original what's it stand for then so i i uh let me let me verify this real quick but i think it's og gangster (laughs) what yeah there's no way yeah original gangster um that's what it's that's what it stands for (laughs) Now, our, I don't think that, like, Chicago, they're just calling them, or Chicago, Nike is just calling them OG. They're not calling them original gangster shoes, right? <laughs> so we brought, um, since we're doing only one episode today, uh, the way that it shook out is we're leaving for vacation tomorrow, which is, well, this is going to be complicated because we're actually recording this in, like, a time bubble. This will actually release while we're on vacation. We'll already be there. So it's kind of cool that we're talking about going yeah. off. And then when this comes out, we'll actually be at the beach. But um, the way it shook out is we're leaving on on Saturday. Today's Friday. We're leaving on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, the new Demon Slayer episode, I mistakenly thought came out on Fridays, but they come out on Sundays. So we had the plan all week long that we were going to record Friday during the day so we Mm -hmm. could get the episode out before we go on vacation. We don't miss an episode that didn't shake out because there's only one episode out that we have. So we decided to do uh, probably maybe talk about some other Demon Slayer stuff. We're going to do probably a little bit longer of a trivia section at the end of the episode. Yes. Stick around for that. And um yeah, we'll just talk about the episode eventually. It's all, it's only like a 23-minute episode. But so we did bring, uh, to kind of keep in tradition with our episodes, we brought some Demon Slayer swag down and yes. up with us to show off. Uh, what do you have to show off? So we got these swords. It's really big, so I don't know if I'm going to fit it on the camera. But this is Kaiku's. I think this is probably the coolest blade out of all of ours. Yeah, because it's basically Zenitsu's, but like 
reverse colors, I guess. Right. Yep. And I think we're supposed to see this demon. Yes, a demon with a sword next season. Hopefully. I hope that's true because I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see this guy. Uh, he sounds really, really cool. This is like your favorite demon, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. One it's of your really favorite cool. demons. He, he, he looks really, really cool. So, uh, show off the other one that you have. And we got Tanjo's obviously just the plain old black babe. Black yep. Blade. Yep. This is, the, this is our OG demon slayer katana that we bought. So yes. these, these katanas are actually really freaking cool. So we have a bunch yes. of foam katanas that we fight with. Obviously, you want to have foam. These ones are made out of wood. And you got this. Mm -hmm. I think you dressed up for Tan like as Tanjiro for Halloween like two years ago, yeah. maybe. And we bought you that sword to go along with your outfit. But they are yeah. like so cool. They're really well made. Yeah, they They're made out of wood. Uh, I brought this is this one's by far my favorite. This is actually Roman's one that he picked out, but it's Giyu. And I just think it's it's just super super cool it's got the japanese writing the blue blade i think the handle on it is really really cool and it's just i don't know they're really they're really well made for for being a you know 20 30 dollar sword yeah they're really well put together also speaking of handles i think i finally figured out why tanjiro on his handle has this little thing yeah why so he puts his hand here and his hand here yeah so, yeah i think yeah, that's probably that's probably true because I think that is the proper way to grip the katana. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. These are just really well put together. Usually if you buy like a a toy katana, they don't have the actual like wrap on it. Yeah. And if they do have the the wrap, it's very important to get this wrap very very tight, which is actually very difficult to do. So they usually, like, if you look at our other toy katanas that came with wraps, they're just, like, falling apart because they were so loose that it's that it's coming off. Um, and we've played with these ones quite a bit, and they're still holding up pretty good. The Tanjiro one, that one's not going to, because he actually has a leather wrap yeah. on his on his handle, which is rare. But uh, there are a couple other ones that I kind of want to get that we were looking at. I want to get, I did see they have your upper upper one. What what's the demon with the the eyes? Kogushibu. Yeah, they have his sword, which is really really cool. It's like a yes. pink pink blade with like eyeballs all over it. Uh, yeah. They have Tanjiro's new katana, which we see later on in this season, I think. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there are a couple that I want to get, but even out of all the ones that they have, I still think Giyu's is is probably my favorite. Yeah. I haven't seen a Mitsuri. I, I, it would be difficult probably to do the blade on Mitsuri. I don't even know how you'd do it. So that might be the reason that there's not one of those. They but, might just make it like it's not a whip, like just a normal katana. Just a normal katana, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because they have they have one on there. I don't know who has the sword that's like a zigzag blade. That's uh, Obanai. He's a Hashira. Is Obanai the snake guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I can't wait to see him, man. I I don't remember. Oh, okay, so let's talk about, since we only have one episode to talk about, we can talk about, we watched Mujin Train last night. Yes. And, oh, man, it's such such a good movie. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a phenomenal movie. And it did really well, and I think it's widely regarded as one of the best anime movies ever oh, made. Yeah. 
by by a long shot. But uh, I am actually reading the manga right now, and yes. I'm on I'm on book eight, which yeah. is Mujin Train. Yeah. And this is the the book where Rengoku dies at the end. So I'm getting close to the end of Mujin Train. Uh, and dude, I can't put these manga down. To be honest with you, I'm never I've never been a really big reader. I'm just not it, like it puts me to sleep typically, but these ones do not. So I've been like sitting out. We, we've been going to Papa and Gaji's for uh, so you guys can swim. And I've been trying to get a little bit of a tan so I don't get fried at the beach. So yeah. I've, just been, I've just been laying out there and reading through the manga. And uh, it's so good, dude. I can't wait to get to even though I'm reading pretty much all stuff that I've seen already in the anime. Yeah. I can't wait to get to the stuff that I haven't seen yet because that's that's what I'm the most excited for. And I can maybe getting close. I don't know. Uh, this is, like I said, this is probably the end of Mujin Train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely the end of Mujin Train and the start of season two because uh, Tengen is in these last couple pages here. So getting close, getting to season two. It's been super fun read, man. You should definitely read them. I think they're, I think you'll love them. And reading. it's, the cool thing is, is I have the, you probably can't see the complete thing behind me there, but it's just cool to be like, put a old book back and take out a new book. And it's like new cover, brand new. It's just been yeah. fun to read them out of the complete like that. So if I ever buy any other manga that I really want to read, I'll probably buy the complete edition of it just because yeah. it's been so fun. It's like, you, it's like going to a bookstore every time you're done with a new book and you get a new book, and, but it's, we own them all. I don't know. It's really, really cool. It's been fun to just pull them out and look at the covers and see uh, everything that's going on. But we watched Mujin Train last night yes. and I mean, where, where do you rank Mujin Train out of everything Demon Slayer that we've watched so far, including season one, season two, Season three, where's Mujin Train fit in there as far as... Okay, it's definitely better than season one. can say that. I don't know if it's better than season two. Yeah, you you really like Tengen. That's yes, why. That's yeah, why. that's why. Yeah, you're, so you're obsessed with Tengen. It's yeah. probably going to be in between season one and season two. Right there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think season one is very, very strong. Uh, probably the strongest season one of an anime that I've ever watched personally. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is up there close. Yeah. I think that first season was really good too. But yeah, I agree with you. This movie is freaking phenomenal. Like through and through. It's practically all action from start to finish. Yeah, uh, it, it pops off really quick. And then the fight at the end between uh, Rengoku and, and Akaza. Akaza. And they said his name different in the movie. Akaza, I think is how they say it in Akaza. So that might be the right way to say it. But that fight is so cool, dude. Oh, it is. And it's your first time. I think it's our first time in the timeline seeing a upper rank. I think he's the first upper rank that we see. Yeah. And we see just how powerful he is. Like Rengoku's like cutting off his arm and he instantly regrows it. Uh, so he's super, super powerful. And then the ending is like super sad because obviously Rengoku falls to him and he gets away. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't wait to see more. I'm sure we're going to see more of him. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite upper ranks at the current moment. Mm-hmm. 
he's just really, really cool and really powerful. And he's like trying to talk Rengoku into becoming a demon the whole time. And he, it like yeah. injuring him and being like, dude, that's going to kill you. You should become a demon so you can survive. Yeah. And Rengoku doesn't give in to it. And so. your favorite upper rank will probably be Kaigaku next season. Kaigaku for season. sure. Yeah. As soon as I see a demon that's using a katana, I'm going to be sold probably. So <laughs> because that, there's really, we see, obviously we see a bunch of demons using weapons, but no katanas yet that I, that yeah. I can remember at least. We see the guy in season two using those sickles. Mm. Uh, we see a bunch of bunch of different weapons, but no katanas. So I'm really excited to see a yeah. demon for a katana. And I feel like the backstory of Kagaku is very interesting too, because I watched that like mm-hmm. YouTube short about him. So he sounds very very interesting because he's like one of the upper ranks, or he might be the only demon that Muzan didn't actually make, or something like that. Yeah. Did you know that um, Kagaku? actually trained with Zenitsu. Did he? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. I did know that he was a demon slayer. Yes. I didn't know that he was a demon slayer and turned into a demon. Mm, that's the only way to get a katana, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So let me explain. I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would work together because they both technically have the exact same breathing style. The only... Oh, yeah, Dark Thunder. Yeah, he has Dark Thunder. So, like, Zenitsu has Thunder, and then he has Dark Thunder because he's a demon. So it really... It makes sense that he would have Dark Thunder because he's a demon. So, yeah, they were trained by that same old dude that I don't... No oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, I remember that because I read it in the manga, Zenitsu's story there when they're right before Rui, I think is when you get the backstory on, on yeah. Zenitsu's training. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. I can't wait to see what Dark Thunder looks like because I'm sure it's going to be, oh, it's going to be sweet. And I think that, again, like we talked about it in the, the season one episode that we did for Patreon. I, I find Zenitsu more annoying than anything most of the time but when he fights like when he's unconscious so cool yeah he's he's got one of the coolest you know a fun fact about kagaku yeah he wears his katana on his back on his back interesting Mm -hmm. see that's a i i think that that is like only because when i think about it like i'd probably be able to do it with this one yeah because it's shorter it it's it'd be so hard to a put it back in the sheath and b take sheath. take the longer one out of a sheath. I don't think you'd be able to pull a full katana out. Yeah. So I think it was like ninjas maybe wore that because they had shorter swords. But I thought for the longest time that that was just like a Hollywood thing or like a video game thing where they put it on the back. Uh, because it just doesn't seem practical to yeah. put your sword on your back like that. So I think Kaigaku's Thunderclap and Flash is just going to be called, it's just going to have different colors, I think. But it actually might look a little different how he does it, because he doesn't have his katana on his um, hip. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, because so Zenitsu does that like quick do draw. A, yeah, so he might do it a different way. Yeah, I wonder, so... He has dark thunder breathing. Is 
I mean, the, all the demons have different... I can't remember what they call their breathing techniques. Blood demon art. So is Dark Thunder a blood demon art? It has no. to be, right? It's oh, it's not. It's a breathing. So he's like one of the only demons maybe that uses actual breathing yeah, so technique. Same for Kokushibu. He uses um, breathing too. Oh, I guess it would. I guess it makes sense if they were demon slayers originally that they would have a breathing technique. You know that what does make breathing? Sense. You know what breathing technique um, Kokushibu uses, right? Mm, oh yeah, I do know this. Hang on. Told you. Sun little breathing? trivia. Little trivia. No, that's Yurichi. Oh, that's who I. Okay, then, then no, I don't know. Who is it? Just reverse it. What's the opposite of sun? What comes moon, up? Br- moon, yeah. breathing. moon breathing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. Yeah, so what's that like? Explain space... moon, br- moon breathing a little bit. So we saw in... So Rengoku said in Mujin Train that there's four main breathing styles. I can't remember what they are. And then there's like descendants of those. Yeah, there's... And there's. Hang on. Let's. There's water, fire, fire wind, stone, and wind. Yes. And then the other ones branch off from those. So yeah. like mist breathing branches off of wind, yeah. I think. And then love breathing branches off of fire breathing, I believe, which is interesting. Yeah. And yeah, so there's there's like four main ones and then the kind of off branches. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So sun breathing is just like that. Like moon breathing is just a descendant from the sun breathing. So interesting, interesting, and it just sounds cool. Moon breathing, moon like that, off. just sounds really, really cool. Yeah, I've had it in a game I've played before, and I use some of the tags, and it just looks even, even, even in the game, it looks cool. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I can't wait to see some of the stuff animated. Like, sun breathing sounds really yeah. cool. Uh, moon breathing, obviously, dark thunder, I'm sure, is gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because I'm like kind of at a I'm kind of at like a crossroads here. I'm I'm trying to decide yeah. if I want to and I think I'm going to read the manga, but I'm trying to decide if I want to continue reading the manga before watching the the entirety of the show or if I should watch the anime and then go back and read the manga. And I feel like I should maybe just read the manga. That way I know yeah. what's coming. And to be honest with you, they they do i mean it's still shocking to see the anime stuff like i just i had just read mujin train basically and i think i ended like right as ren goku and tanjiro are talking at the end when he's down on his knees and they're talking that's where i stopped in this book uh so even though i just read the manga it was still awesome watching mujin train because everything's animated and it, it looks phenomenal and that fight at the end is way cooler in the anime than it is in the manga. There's something really cool about Kokushibo's blade, and I don't want to really spoil it, but if you want me to tell you, I'll tell you. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. So, okay. It's really cool. So, he's got, like, different forms, pretty much, okay? Okay. And then there's a certain form he turns into where his katana gets little spikes on it, on the sides. Oh, that's cool. And it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So his sword changes depending on what what form he's using. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I also noticed, so I, I started replaying Sekiro on the Steam Deck. And Rengoku does like, a, I think he calls it an esoteric art at the end of Mugen Train there, that final attack that he does. And I think that in Sekiro, there are esoteric arts that you can get that are the really? different skills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So super cool. But uh, yeah, I started playing Sekiro again. I got mods working on the Steam Deck. Talked about it a little bit on last night's episode, or a lot, a bit on last night's episode, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I got like a, and you watch me just completely get punished by Genichiro yes. in <laughs> in the Sekiro mod that I downloaded called <laughs> Resurrection, which kind of is like an overhaul for the entire game. It changes a ton of stuff, including yeah. the boss. The bosses are totally different. Same boss, different move sets, but. It's funny because Genichiro in the base game does not touch me. Literally doesn't hit me one time. Like I, I barrel yeah. through Genichiro. And this this guy, the the resurrection version of Genichiro probably killed me 30 times before <laughs> I gave up. Like I just could not get him, dude. He's just so quick. I literally had to resort to poisoning him and chipping away yeah. at his health. <laughs> so I did want to... I did want to kind of try a playthrough with there's a mod for unlimited spirit emblems, which is what you use for your prosthetic tools like the shuriken and the spear and the hammer or the axe and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because the Sabi Maru, if you attack with the Sabi Maru, you attack with both swords, like mm -hmm. Inosuke version, you know, yeah. fighting with two swords. But you're limited to how many spirit emblems you have. So you can't play the whole game only attacking like that. But yeah. if you put that mod on, then I could play through the whole game attacking with two swords, yeah, which really I think cool. would be really cool. How much damage uh, does it do? Like, is it, it doesn't. Really it, it does a pretty decent. So the the actual attack doesn't do that much damage, but you poison them after so many hits, and that puts like it chips away at their health slowly. So the problem I was having with Genichiro is that. A, it's nearly impossible to get an attack in because he's so quick on the mod. Mm -hmm. And there's like virtually no openings to get attacks in. <laughs> so I would get his posture up, which is the bar that builds up. And then he would attack and it would go all the way back down to zero. So I was literally, there were times where I was fighting him for like 20 minutes at a time in the first phase of the fight. 20 minutes. And I was just getting nowhere. So I remember that if you lower their health, mm -hmm. which is hard to do when you can't attack him, if you yeah. lower their health, the posture doesn't go back down as quickly. So I was like, mm -hmm. well, let me poison him because that will chip away at his health without me needing to hit him. Yeah. And then it will also help me with this posture bar. And that's how I ended up beating him eventually was poisoning him and, and lowering his health. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was rough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it felt like fighting genichiro in the base game for the first time all over again where he killed it, me like it, 40 times in a row it, it took you like a couple of days too. yeah it did it, it did it took me two. it took me two two or three days of fighting him probably like 20 times a day 15 times a day i fought him and then i gave up i gave up like it would have been like wednesday night I gave up. I was just like, it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I was just like, I'm done, dude. I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Gave up, went to sleep, woke up in the morning and then beat him first try. So I just needed that, yeah. that like 
reset to be able to do it. But you've been playing some Ghost of Tsushima lately, correct? Yes. And Roman's super into Ghost of Tsushima right now. Yes. So it's, fact, it's cool. He might be playing it right now. He is. He is actually downstairs playing it. He restarted. I set him up on a new game plus save so he could go through the story because normally he just goofs around in the world. So I set him up on that and I think that's what he's doing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited that you guys are on Samurai Kick. <laughs> and it's Demon Slayer for me is what... It doesn't take much for me to get on the Samurai Kick because it's just... Yeah. As soon as I see something with a katana, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta play Ghost of Tsushima or Sakura or something. So it doesn't ever take me take me much. But Demon Slayer is what did it for me. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, what else do we want to talk about? We're going to the beach. We're going to Tybee Island tomorrow. Yeah. And leave at like six o'clock in the morning when I get home from work. And it's exciting because you guys are both older now. Yes. You're not like little babies like you were the, the last time we went. Mm-hmm. So it should be super fun. And our house that we rented has a freaking bowling lane in the middle yeah. of the living room, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait. I haven't been on vacation since we went to Hilton Head. So it's been probably like seven years at yeah. this point, six years since I've been on a vacation. So super excited. It's going to be a long drive down there. It's going to be a 10 hour drive. We're going to have to drive. Yeah. So hopefully you guys do all right in the car. You'll have your switches and your iPads and all that stuff. So I think you'll be fine. But, and I do kind of want to bring the foam katanas down there with us. Oh, geez. <laughs> Who doesn't want to have a fight on the beach, man? Let's be I honest. Guess you're right. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So, okay. Uh, let's get into the episode. So, episode seven is what we're talking about today. Awful Villain is the name of it. Yep. And we start out, and don't, don't be afraid to interrupt me to, to say whatever you need to say, okay? Because yeah. I know I'm rambling a lot here. But uh, our episode starts with Tanjiro, who is chasing down the small little demon from the last episode. Mm-hmm. And he moves in and attacks with what looks like Nezuko's blood fire on yeah, his sword. Mm-hmm. And hits the neck of the demon, and then we get the intro. Uh, you know, the whole intro plays out. And I think that's a recap from last episode. I think that happened at the end of the last episode, and that's where it ended. Uh, we get back, and we see the demon is like, Tandro's like locked on the demon's neck, trying to cut through it. The demon's yeah. got his mouth open, screaming, and he has a kanji on his tongue, which mm-hmm. is the first demon I think we've seen that doesn't have the kanjis on his eyes. It's yeah. actually on his tongue, which I thought was interesting. But Tandro cannot cut through this demon's head he's struggling it's like a whole dramatic thing where he's screaming the demon's screaming and behind tanjiro pops up a demon like a shadow of a demon really cool imagery uh of of this demon but it's a demon that we have not seen yet it is um he looks i don't know what he's got like behind him i think they're drums I remember like the drum demon from season one that was flipping the mansion around. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That's he's got like drums and I think they have kanjis on each of the drums, but I obviously we can't read Japanese and typically in anime, they'll put like subtitles for what the kanji actually says, but they didn't hear. So I have no idea what it says. If I had to guess it's the 
the joy, anger, or anger, sorrow, pleasure. I think that's yeah. probably what those are. But he realizes that the demon that's popping up behind him doesn't smell like any of those other demons. So he's like, this is a, this is a new demon. And Nezuko's blood fire thing on the sword runs out and he can't cut the demon's head. So this demon hits one of the drums and kind of sends Tanjiro flying off. And that's when we get this. I don't even know how to explain it. It's a dragon. It's a it's a typical Japanese dragon. It's got multiple different heads. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's made out of like what looks like tree roots to me. Mm -hmm. Is it made out of like wood? Yeah, I think it. I mean, it looks like wood. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think it's like tree roots. But super cool. Tanjiro's like trying to fend this thing's snapping at him with all its different heads, and he's like running on it. And uh, really cool imagery here. But we finally get our first look at this new demon, and he looks exactly how I just explained it. And we learn that when Tanjiro was trying to decapitate the one demon, the little one, another demon was absorbing all the other four demons that we've talked about in previous episodes. The one with the, the, the whatever leaf weapon, Mm -hmm. the lightning demon, the Falcon demon. And what's the other one? I think the lightning demon absorbed all of them. Yeah, the lightning demon is is anger. I think is that anger. his yes. name, and he's the one that uh, absorbs all of them and makes this this new demon, transforming him with the dragon, and who he's got like this dragon behind him. Yeah, and uh, the de- I think the demon's like a kid. I think they yeah. even say that he's a kid, and we see that the dragon is kind of encompassing the little demon the little body demon to protect it it like wraps around it to protect it Mm -hmm. which is interesting because i I think we know now that that's the main body of the demon that little one and the other ones are all offshoots of it Mm -hmm. so they uh the demon and tanjiro kind of have like this argument about who's the real villain and the demon's like you guys are the awful villains because you just tried to kill something that's so small. It could fit in the palm of your hand. That's how small that little demon is. So small, so weak. And yeah. And Tondro's like, we're not the bad guys. You're the demon. Like I can smell it on you. You've killed hundreds of humans. You're the one that's the real monster. You're killing innocent, innocent people. And I think at this moment, like the demon has attacked them in some way that is preventing them from moving. They can still talk, but they can't actually move. So Genya, Nezuko, Tanjiro, they're all there and they're frozen in in place from whatever this demon did to them. Yeah. So they're in this like uh, this standoff with them and we flash back over to Muichiro and Muichiro still where we where he's been the past couple episodes, which is upside down in this water bubble in the water thing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like do or die time now like he's he's dying he's running out of oxygen and um we also see the pot demon and the pot demon's talking to him he's like i know you were going to protect this shack like why were you going to protect this shack i'm gonna go look in the shack and see what's so important in there 
And yeah. I think the demon thinks that the the chief of the village is in there. That's what Muichiro is trying to protect. Yeah. And Muichiro says, like, I have enough air in my lungs for one more breathing attack. And he pulls it off. It's called misbreathing, low clouds, distant haze, which is just a cool name for an attack. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, he, he does it and the bubble doesn't break. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's still Stays unable. There. Yeah, he's still unable to break out of it. And Muichiro at this point pretty much gives up. Right. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm dead. I mean, there's nothing yeah, nah, I can do. I'm, yeah, I'm dead. And he says like, I hope that somebody's on the way. And I think, I yeah. don't know if he was just like talking to the, to the, I can't remember what the dude with the cancer on his eyes is called his, he's like um, the chief of the demon slayers, Ubi but he's talking. Yeah. He's talking to him. Is, I don't know. Yeah. He's talking to him and he's like, I hope, you know, I'm going to die. I hope that you send two more Hashira because we're, we got a lot of crap going on here. Right. <laughs> and uh, just as he's about to give up, we see like a ghost of Tanjiro show yeah. up. And what's, what's Tanjiro say to Muichiro? He's like, how do you know you're going to die? Like he's always, he's always just so nice. Yeah, he's always Every so positive. Yeah. yeah, he's always so positive. No matter so, how bad the situation. <laughs> yeah, he's just, it's so fun. It's its kind of funny. It is, it is. Yeah. Especially like, there it's definitely used in comedy scenes throughout the series too. Like yes. I was w- watching season one and he buys that basket to put Nezuko in mm-hmm. and the guy refuses to take the money. He's like, just take the money. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just hilarious. He's just so polite and so positive all the time. That's why, honestly, it's what I like about Tanjiro. Yeah, most. he's hilarious. Like, he's hilarious. And so, what Tanjiro is saying to Mu- Muichiro here, which is basically, you know, you, you don't know you're going to die. It's not up to you to choose when you die. Don't basically don't give up is what he's yeah. saying. And Muichiro was like, I don't understand this. This is Tanjiro never said this to me. I don't understand why I'm seeing this vision right now. I'm seeing Tanjiro, but he's saying something he never said to me before. And we flash back over to the demon who moves in on the shack. And there is a swordsmith kind of at the door protecting from any entrance into the shack. And the demon's like, this is when the demon's like, the chief must be in here. Why would you be protecting uh, anything else with this kind of, with a Hashira and, and so much resistance. And I think he attacks that guy and like knocks him to the ground, but it's not the chief in the shack. What's in the shack, Brady? It's Mr. Haganeska um, forging and kind of fixing up that 300 year old blade. And we, we see the blade and it looks so nice. It does. It does. And but he's, he's got- totally, totally gushing over it the whole time. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so he is very focused. He's sharpening the blade. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing on that whetstone. So he's doing the finding, final finishing touches on this blade that he took earlier in the season to forge and has no reaction whatsoever to anything else going on behind him. He doesn't know the demons there. I think he even gets attacked by the demon and has no reaction whatsoever. Like his mask completely falls off and he's like, 
and he's still 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 going but yes the blade is really cool and this is when we were talking about those wooden katanas that we have earlier this is the blade that you're talking about right yes this is the one yeah so this is the 300 year old sword that was in the uh training dummy earlier on in the season uh, the swordsmith took it away to, to work on it. And that's what he's doing here is working, uh, putting the finishing touches on it. Um, but the Smith, like I said, he's totally gushing over this blade. Yeah. He's like, Oh my gosh, this thing is beautiful. I can't believe the craftsmanship is so amazing. Yeah. And he says like, he's mad that the, the original swordsmith did not put his name on it. Yeah. And, with most of the most katanas, historical katanas at least, um, if you take, I try to show you with the toy one here, but if you take the handle off, okay, mm -hmm. and there's usually like my katana back there, there are, there are wooden pins in here, and it mm -hmm. seems kind of weird. They're just little like wooden dowel rods, little tiny, super, not super thin, but they're pretty thin. And that's all that holds the the actual handle onto the blade are these two wooden pins, which is super interesting. You would think it would need more to hold on to it, but it's just those wooden pins that holds it on. Yeah. But if you take those wooden pins out and then take this handle off, the blade actually extends down into the handle a little bit. It's called a tang. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at like a, not a historical sword you'll see a lot that say full tang and that means that there's a full tang in here that is and that's what you want if you're buying a katana because if anything else like the cheaper ones just have like a little thin piece of metal right here and it will break super easy but it, in the historical ones or ones that are forged by an actual like swordsmith and not yeah. like an actual blacksmith and not amazon if you take that handle off, there is a kanji engraved that has the name of the swordsmith on it. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's talking about. Obviously, this one does not have a signature on it. And there's a there's like a specific name for swords that don't have a signature. I can't remember exactly what it is. But that's really, especially with the historical ones, that's how you yeah. can tell A that they are an actual historical katana and not, not a replication of one. And B, it tells you who the swordsmith is. And a lot of these swordsmiths are, you know, there were only probably so many of them. So that yeah. if you see their name, you can also kind of make a determination of what era of Japanese history that it came from. Because yeah. whatever time this guy was making swords, that's when this sword came from. So he is mad that he didn't get a signature on it. He wants to know who made it because it's such a beautiful piece. But we go back to Murichiro, and he's still in this bubble. Still, still bubble. seeing, still seeing Tanjiro outside of the bubble, and he's dying. He's dying, like straight. He's he says like his vision's getting blurry. He's running out of air, and yeah. the Tanjiro ghost if you will, is saying like, you know, don't give up. It's not, yeah. you know, some, someone's going to come save you. And he tells, he tells like Murichiro is very, like, doesn't want to ask for help. Like he feels yeah. like he's so powerful that he doesn't need help. And Tanjiro is like, there's no, there's no shame in asking for help. Like we can't do everything by ourselves. Yeah. Like there's no shame whatsoever in asking for help. And like which is a said, good, 
in previous episodes, you think that Moishiro is like he's just way too overconfident. Like he thinks yeah. he's more powerful than anybody, and yeah. he's really not. Right, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's definitely. He's very cocky. I think is the best way to put it. Very cocky, and. Yeah, you die. I mean, and he even this is kind of when he realizes it. Like Muichiro mm-hmm. is like, I I think I overestimated my skills, and I think yeah. I'm more powerful than I actually am just because I'm a Hashira. Mm-hmm. And just as he is like about to die, the young boy, the young swordsmith boy, I can't remember his name, the from Pichu. previous the previous episode where Muichiro saved this kid from a demon, and it was like that whole storyline where it's like helping others is the best thing we can do. And that's Moichiro heard that from Tanjiro as well. As he was running past this kid, he wasn't going to save him and he ended up stopping to save him. And now this kid is back to repay the favor. Unfortunately, if Moichiro cannot break the bubble, there's no way that this kid's going to be able to break the bubble. And he's trying, he's trying to pop it with like a, a small knife, but it's just not working. And behind the boy, there's like a little fish demon. You know, the, yeah. the big fish demons that we saw before. This one's like a little dog-sized one. one. And it's got like, I don't know, what do you want to call them? For they, like hands? Like... They look like crab claws to me, but they're crab yeah. claws that are blades. Like, like weapons. Like they're yeah. open, but they're blades. And he attacks the boy and mm-hmm. hits him once. And then... Moichiro's like trying to convince this kid, like, just run. Like, you should just run. You're yeah. not going to be able to pop this bubble. Grab as many swords as you can from the village and get out of here. And the boy is not not doing it and gets attacked again. And I think he gets stabbed right in the stomach yeah. by this fish. So Moichiro's like, he just got stabbed in a in a vital spot. Like, this kid's going to die. And, and it, it's basically my fault because he was trying to save me. And the kid doesn't turn and run. He walks over to the bubble, puts his mouth up against it, and blows Mm -hmm. air into the bubble. And this allows Muichiro to get more oxygen. I thought this was super cool. Like, it's a super cool way to bust out of it. Like, I I never even thought of that. And it gives him enough oxygen to pull off another. Yeah, use another mist breathing attack, which is second form. And this is what actually breaks him free of the bubble. So he's finally free of the bubble. And as he lands, Muichiro's like, I know why I was seeing Tanjiro, but hearing something that my father told me, not something that Tanjiro told me. And it was because they both have the same red eyes. Tanjiro's got red eyes and so does his father. So I don't know if that's an important, that's important for later on. It might be, I'm not sure. Uh, I've read a little bit of the manga, a little past you. And based off what I read, I don't think it's going to be important, but it might be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, f- I just felt like it, that was the way the, the episode ended obviously was that, that line by Moichiro who's saying that him and his Tanjiro and his father had the same red eyes. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see maybe moving forward if that's important or not. But uh, how do you feel about this episode, Brady? We're at the end. Pretty short. I, pretty short. I like it. 
I like yeah. it. It's really it's a really good episode because first of all, the okay, so the new demon we see with the drums, those dragons are really cool. Second of all, Mushir just broke um free of the bubble. Right. So, uh, yeah. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. He's been in that. He's been in that bubble for like several episodes. Yeah. Um, which sucks because I, I really like Muichiro and I think his, mm-hmm. his breathing technique is probably one of the most visually appealing ones out of all yeah, the ones it that is we've really seen. Cool. That, that mist breathing is really cool. That first time you see it where everything slows down. Like I was like, Oh dude, this guy's so cool. And the crazy thing is, is that, it's one of the like branched off breathing styles. Right. Yeah. It's so a branch like, off of wind. It's not even a main main breathing technique. And yeah. I feel like um mist breathing is stronger than wind. I might be wrong. We haven't seen a lot of the wind hashira yet, but Yeah, who is the wind hashira? He's Genya's brother. That one. Oh, Genya's brother. Wait. Mm-hmm. What's his name? You know, I only know the last name. Isn't isn't the who's the guy that tries to kill Nezuko in season one at the Demon Slayer headquarters? That's Ganya's brother. Yeah, let me let me see if he's in this picture so I can make sure we're talking about the same person. Of course, he's not. <laughs> um, <sighs> let me let me look up. So I. That's interesting because I did think that was Genya's brother, but they He's don't the ever. Same last name. He's got the same last name. So. Shinazagawa. Yep. That's his name. It's the same last name. You're right. Interesting. I didn't even put that together this season because we see Genya's brother this season. Yeah. And I totally, it's been so long since I watched season one that I forgot about that Wintashira. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is Genya's brother. Interesting. Okay. Have you figured out his name? Sen Senami. Yeah. Sanami. Sanami. I can't even pronounce it. It's kind of interesting. Okay, that does make sense. He looks just like Genya's brother from the flashback we got this season. He's got like the same kind of scars too. Yep. And I would love to know what those scars are. And this is, I think uh, Mitsuri during that scene is like totally gushing over this guy too. She's like, oh my gosh, another scar. He's got, look at all those scars. Yeah, his sword's really cool. I thought about getting his sword because it is really cool looking. I figured out, uh, I know what the scars are from. What are they? We see it in season three. It's from them getting attacked by their mother as a demon. Oh, by their mother. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Getting all those yep. attacks. So yep. that's what it's from, I think. Pretty sure. Interesting. It's funny because he is like so different in the flashbacks than he is. I guess he's still a kid in the flashback. Mm-hmm. But he's very different of a character in that flashback than he is in that first time that we see him at the headquarters. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, so let's do some trivia. What do you say? Sure. Yep. Okay, you're going to have to give me, so the the 
I was struggling to find a trivia thing before we came up here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're going to have to bear with me because I actually have to select the answer and then hit next before I think it tells me the right answer. So Mm -hmm. let's start with number one. Nezuko's best power includes A, teleportation, B, power of invisibility, C, pyrokinesis, D, telekinesis. Okay. I know what telekinesis is. The only thing I need to know is what pyrokinesis is. I don't know what that is. Pyrokinesis is fire. Pyrokinesis. Gotta be there. Okay. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Ready for question number two? Yes. I don't even know if I know this one, man. Uh, The (laughs) demons can only be killed by weapons made with A, hag steel, B, mercury steel, C, moon steel, or D, sun steel. Okay. I don't. I don't even know if I know this one. Yeah, I, I was gonna I say. I was gonna say Nichiren, but now I'm like, Nichiren, okay, say, yeah. same again, same again. Hag steel, okay. Mercury steel, moon steel, or sun steel. How many guesses do I have? You get two guesses. Okay, mercury steel. Correct. Ah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one we already did before, but we're going to do it again to see if you remember what your answer was. I'm not going to, but... Um, Who trained Tanjiro? Urokodaki. Not Urokodaki. This time, let's go. Yep. <laughs> okay. This one's super easy. What did Tanjiro... I'm going to read this exactly how it's said, okay? Because okay. <laughs> it's that the English is terrible. What did Tanjiro went to sell in the local village? So the actual question is, what did Tanjiro sell in the local village? Mm-hmm. All right, read the, what are the options? I can't, this is so easy, I can't even give you options. Coal. Charcoal. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it I guess, same, same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. give it to you. Okay. Oh, I will, uh, okay, here we go. Question number five. Good luck. (laughs) Which of these techniques is employed by Tanjiro? A, dance of the fire god. B, serpentinite bipolar. C, arcs of justice. Or D, none of the above. Dance of the fire god. Yes, that's just a cool name. That is Dance a cool name, but I don't remember manga. that at all. Is that in the manga, maybe? I, I got it from a Roblox game, so. You got it from a Roblox I swear game, I got of it. Of course. <laughs> okay, Muzon, question number six. Muzon turned into a demon when he was treating A, his sister, B, himself, C, his mother, or D, his friend. Okay, himself? Yeah. Ah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. All right, what am I? Four for four? Five for five, maybe? Six for six. Six for six. Oh, dang. Yeah. What color are Nezuko's eyes? Pink. Correct. Yeah, seven for seven. Seven for seven. Okay. The demon slaying weapons are injected with A. Nysteria flowers. B. Mysteria flowers. C. Wisteria flowers. Wisteria. Or D. Wisteria. Hysteria flowers. Wisteria. Correct. You want to know where I got that from? What? Roblox. Roblox, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those Wisteria, I wish we had Wisteria here. It's really oh, cool. Oh, they're so cool. They're so yeah. cool. Yeah, there's a, in Ghost of Tsushima on Iki Island, there's like a whole grove of Wisteria trees, and they're really cool. Uh, this one's not necessarily a question about the the contents of the anime, but we'll see if you can get it. How many episodes are there in the first season? 27? 26. I'd give it to you. You're close enough. Um, from Tanjiro's, this is question 10. From okay. Tanjiro's family, who turned into a demon? A, his father. B, his mother. C, his sister. Or D, his grandparent. Sister. Yeah, that's like obnoxiously easy. <laughs> All right. This one's obnoxiously easy, too, but I'm going to make you do both first and last name. What is Tanjiro's sister's name? Nezuko Kamado. Correct. Yes. Is it like getting easier as they go on? Yeah. <laughs> if they're too uh, easy, you can skip a question. Yeah, I'm going to skip this one because this one's way too freaking easy. <laughs> I know, so easy. Am yeah, I 11 getting... for 11? 10 for 10, maybe? Yeah, you're 12 for 12, I think. Dang. What gives Demon Slayers special strength? A, they drink demon blood for strength. B, techniques called breathing styles. C, work out in their diet. Or D, all of these? Well, obviously, it ain't all of them because they don't consume demon blood. Right. And breathing styles. Yeah. It's got to be. Yep. Yep. Yes. Who was raised by wild boars? Really? You know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we started out like super difficult, or at least yeah. I thought they were difficult, but they're pretty hard, yeah. And now we're like, <laughs> it's so easy now. Uh, 
Okay, I don't know if I even know this one. This one is maybe difficult. Number 16. What does it mean by Kimitsu no Yaba? I hope I said that right. Oh, Kimitsu oh, no Yaba. What is the translation of Kimitsu no Yaba? Okay, well, I... What are the options for it? Okay, I'll give you the options. A, demon-killing arrow. B, demon-killing sword. C, demon-killing spear. Or D, demon-killing blade. So I get two guesses. Two guesses. Demon-killing blade? Correct. Yes, I wanted to say sword, but I'm like... There's no way it's gonna be sword. It's yeah, I didn't I didn't even know that. Okay, another easy one. The demons in the anime eat what? Humans. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty easy. <laughs> what am I? Obnoxiously easy. Sixteen for sixteen? I think you're sixteen for sixteen or seventeen for seventeen. Alright. Okay. Which group works under Muzan? Um, Which group works under Muzan? The 12 Kizuki? Correct. Yes. Okay, this one's going to trip you up, I think. Uh, 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 <laughs> I think this one's going to trip you up. Muzan decided to kill how many lower ranks how many of the six lower ranks five. did muzan kill five. yep you got it yes <laughs> Dang. i thought it would true i thought you were gonna say six but he does not he doesn't kill the one in mujin train enmu uh, i think enmu yeah okay guillaume mm -hmm. is the stone. hashira of stone <laughs> you said it before I even <laughs> before I even asked the question. Yes, that's correct. Guillaume. Right. 20 for 20. Yep, 20 for 20. Guillaume owns A. Nichiren spiked arrows. B. Nichiren spiked sword. C. Nichiren spiked spear. Or D. Nichiren spiked flail and axe. Sam again, Sam again. Yeah. Do you know who Guillaume is? Yes. Okay. okay. Nichiren spiked arrows. Nichiren Nichir spiked spear. Nichiren spiked sword. Or Nichiren spiked flail and axe. Nichiren spiked, um, what was it called? The very first one. Spike to arrows. Mm -hmm. I get two guesses. So Correct. Correct. Ah, uh, yes. Is <laughs> what is that? What does it mean by arrows? Like, is it literal arrows? Literal arrows, I think. Yeah, he must use a bow and arrow, maybe for his weapon. It's not what he uses because he uses a spiked ball to fight. Pretty sure. He's oh, got, then he that uses... would be the flail. That would be the flail on the axe. Like a Kusari Gama, is that what you're talking to use as the yeah, fight? Okay. Okay. We'll make it a little easier here. The main antagonist 
in this anime is the really? main antagonist in this anime is Tanjiro. No, antagonist, not protagonist. Oh. Do you so know what antagonist like, means? Is that like side character pretty much? No. What is it? That's the villain. Oh, Muzan. The main bad guy. Muzan, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. We're not going to do that one. Some of these, like, aren't even written properly. <laughs> I want hard ones. I want hard ones. Oh, my gosh. I, I have to ask you this, even though it's <laughs> because it's just so we talked about this before. Which character resembles Michael Jackson? Oh, Muzan. Yeah, just so easy, but it's so funny that we, he, and he really does. It's like really weird how close he looks to Michael Jackson. What if it's based off of Michael Jackson? It might be. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that is it for that trivia. I'm going to find you one more question to end on. Make it a hard one. Make it a hard one. What am I at? I think you're at 23. I skipped a couple, so you're like 22, 23, maybe. Okay. We'll say 22. Okay. Let's see if I can find a difficult one here. Okay. Which of the characters below have claimed that they are, quote, a living being who's in infinitely close to perfection? What? All right, what are the <laughs> options? What are the options? Rui, Akaza, Akaza, however you say it, Rengoku, or Muzan. And I get two guesses. And you get two guesses. Muzan? Correct. Ah, let's go! <laughs> 23 for 23. I would have got that one wrong. I would have said Akaza, because we just watched Mujin Train, where he was talking about how he's perfect, basically. Yeah. So I would have said that. Okay, that does it for... Uh, you got him all right, I think. Yep. Again, you're doing pretty good with the trivia. Let's go! I'm going to have to find another website or something with, with trivia on it because I'm running out of websites that have Demon Slayer trivia because we've been going through we've been going through all of them. But uh, I don't know. What do you got? You got anything else? Not really. No. Not really? Excited to go to the beach? Yes, very. Very excited. And we're going tomorrow, yeah. right? Tomorrow? We are going tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock, 6.15 probably we'll leave once I get home from work. And then we got a 10-hour drive. Oh. But the good thing is, it's always more fun to drive to vacation than it is to drive back from vacation. Because <laughs> you're excited going down because you're going to the beach. But then you're less excited when you're coming back because you're coming back home. Yeah. So. Right? And then you got to wait 
10 hours to do it. And then you got to wait 10 hours to do it. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We're sorry we did a little bit shorter of an episode than we normally do. We padded it with some trivia questions and some katana talk and manga talk. But we will be back in two weeks with two more episodes, hopefully, I think, if my timing lines up. But we will see you guys on the next episode.